welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. You know, I've been teaching people for a long time how to hear the voice of God, how to understand the supernatural and interact in different ways through dreams and visions and things like that, and also how to discover your destiny. So when you put those all together, it really comes back down to one thing, and that is relationships. You know, having a relationship with the Lord and having a relationship with other people. And I have gone through some massive healing over the last few months And I've been afflicted. Many people know that. I've gone through an affliction. People ask me, what did I do? What doctor did I go to? What vitamins did I take? What essential oils did I use? And when it comes back down to it, the healing really came with love. And it was loving God. It was loving other people and loving ourselves that really will get a breakthrough in your life. Well, I have some special guests on the podcast today, a couple that we got in touch with a while back, and they have a ministry Uh, The ministry is Higher Level Marriage, and they specialize in this, Christian and Lanisha Johnson. Now, uh, you're going to want to check them out because they have a ministry for marriages, and they have been married for 10 years themselves, and they're extremely passionate about mentoring those who are currently married or not married. Actually, you can all qualify, but they've written two books, and check this out. One of the books, that's how we got in touch, is they used my Write Your Book Now webinar and used that to write their first book, and we we actually had a blog about them last year because uh, I like featuring people who take the stuff and run with it. And that's what they're doing. Okay, well, hey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Well, <laughs> we love marriage. <laughs> we um actually met in high school. And at that point in time, it was unique because we felt even during our courting process that the Lord had something greater for us than just us being together. Uh, Doug, you talk a lot about dreams, and my wife is amazing and awesome dreamer. As a matter of fact, that's what the Lord used for her to uh, to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> no, and so from there, we really sensed um, that there were younger couples that seemed to be attracted to us. At that point in time, we were leading youth ministry in our local church, and um, we seen that the relationship aspect toward the youth ministry was something there as well. So as we began to just press in and just hear from God, we really realized that our life was a ministry pertaining to marriages and that we wanted to coach them um, to help them in times of trouble, but also preventative measures as well. Baby? Yeah, and we we really try to focus on purpose. Even when we had the youth ministry in our church and in our home, it always circled back around to helping others find and understand their purpose yeah. and actually begin to walk in that purpose. And even in our marriage coaching and things, we still kind of use that as the foundation to help the couples understand that God brought them together for a purpose. And that purpose is what is going to hold them together for the long run. That's good. Yeah. So what prompted you guys to start a marriage ministry? Well, the Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. I mean, 
we have been praying and seeing what it is pertaining to purpose, even for our own selves. We serve as elders in our local assembly, but we realized, too, that there was a call, you know, outside of the four walls of the local assembly uh, to go ahead and to reach and mentor couples. And so really, Holy Spirit began to speak. At that point in time, I was doing some life coaching. And um, my wife, you, you came from what was a, a conference Mm-hmm. And from Texas, and you felt like the Lord was speaking to you about not just me doing life coaching, but us, you know, walking together. And from that point in time, we prayed, pressed in, and um, at that point in time, it was called Purpose Filled Life Ministries. That's when we began to help mentor and encourage and love on marriages. Wow, wow, that's powerful. So, how long ago was that? We started the ministry in 2015, officially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we okay. became a, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, but long before that, we kind of just did things as the Spirit led. We would hold seminars at our church and different things like that, invite couples into our home, and just being mentors to them without actually having the, the title or the organization itself. Right. Yeah, that's, you know, that's so important because, see, you're living it. So when, when you're living this stuff, then ministry flows out because you are ministry. I tell people all the time, really, you know, you don't have to start a ministry necessarily if you are ministry. And wow. you guys are such an example of that because you are a ministry. You're having people in your home. You're coaching people. You're helping them. Now, is there any particular groups that you specialize in? Well, we find, for the most part, the millennial age group or generation, you, you can say, um, that is attracted to us. So we, we have a heart for those who are, are around our age or a little bit younger than us, because I know where, where we're from, marriage isn't really held very high. A lot of people, you know, start families and different things, but they don't go into actually committing to one another under God in a marriage unit. And so it was just very important for us to bring that back to light and show that even being young and married is a blessed thing. And you don't have to wait until you're, you know, 40 or 50 years old to settle down and get married. So the the younger generation is more of our focus, although we find um, that we, we even mentor and coach couples that have been married for 20 or 30 or 40 years. And they come to our conferences and our seminars and they have you know, given testimony of being blessed by the ministry as well. Wow. So, yeah, tell us a little bit more about the types of workshops or seminars you do. Well, uh, I'm super excited about what we have is the Touch Me Conference, (laughs) which is going to be held in February in XMPA. But that came from our second book, which we actually still use your template from uh, How to Write a Book Now. Um, to do our second book. And it's, the Lord gives an acronym pertaining to Touch Me and um, having seven secrets to having a naked marriage. And so Touch Me is an acronym that we use, which is transparency, openness, unashamed, uh, communication, honesty, monogamy, and engaged. <laughs> and so it's through that that we felt led to do a, a conference to help couples that have a naked marriage. Genesis uh, speaks in Genesis, it speaks about uh, that they were both naked and unashamed. And we felt like that's what God wants. He wants us to be unashamed pertaining to our marriage, to be 100% who he created us to be, to complement each other, not to compete, but also to walk, you know, together in this thing and just to hear our God-given purpose and just to support and love each other as we move forward. Wow, that's powerful. I love that acronym. And 
Boy, that's a lot. I mean, there's some meat in that. How'd you come up well, with that? Well, it was one day, um, I believe at that point in time, we were in, my, in our prayer room, and I just was wanted to understand what God had to, do, what to say about marriage in the scripture. And I couldn't get past Genesis. And as I went into that scripture, I immediately went and talked to Lanisha and said, babe, um, there's something here in this passage. And um, I got the acronym Touch Me through the scriptures of seeing those different areas. And we use it as our premarital coaching material now to go ahead and help. But the Holy Spirit dropped it into my spirit and Lanisha agreed and we moved forward with it. Wow, it's really powerful. So this sounds like you guys birthed this out, out of nothing. So what did that look like? We have been praying for a while about about where God was taking us and what he wanted to do through us uh, pertaining to the marriage ministry. And we felt that for a long time, we felt we would eventually be in full-time ministry. And we weren't really sure what it would look like at first, but God began to show us that this marriage ministry was where he wanted to take us during this season. So we we prayed and we believed that God was moving us into a full-time ministry meaning we were to leave our full-time jobs. And I had come home almost a year earlier than Christian had come home. And I was just home. I'd homeschool our children. And so I was doing that and kind of working in ministry. But when we had prayed and, you know, God showed us the time that Christian was also to leave his job, a few weeks before his end date, I got really sick. And, um, Years back in 2010, I was diagnosed with lupus. And so for the most part, I, I did, haven't struggled a lot with it. I've had, you know, setbacks here and there, but nothing really major. Um, but at this particular time, right before he was resigning from his job, I ended up in the hospital because my platelets had fallen to, I believe it was 12,000. And at the time, I really didn't know what that meant until the doctors explained that they should be at least, um, I believe, a hundred and fifty thousand to four hundred thousand, or some somewhere wow. along those lines. And mine were only at twelve thousand, which could have caused spontaneous bleeding or anything. Um, so I was in a hospital for about five days, and during that time, at first I was really scared, you know. But then God began to show me that this was all a part of the process, and we were actually being our faith was being tested because. Were we going to trust God even in the midst of this situation and, you know, him leaving his job and with all the health benefits and everything that came along with that, you know, it was almost like at, for a moment we considered, hey, you know, maybe you should stay at work. Right. Maybe we might <laughs> yeah. need that, you know, that safety net. And God began to show us even while we were in the hospital and I was going through transfusions and things, I, I was I felt a peace. And I shared with Christian, I was like, even before I get out of here, I need to share this story. And so I wrote um, a newsletter to our, our followers, our email list, and just began to share what God was showing us and that this indeed was what we were called to do. And so it just kind of launched from there. And we've been having to trust God yeah. every step, yes. every day, yes. every week you know, trust God that his provision will not fail us and that we are doing what it is that he called us to do. Yeah, That's good. That, that is powerful. You know, I'm feeling the spirit move right now, and I don't want to wait on this because there's just an open heaven right now. 
And there's a couple of different things. And because now, you know, you guys have a marriage ministry, but now you're talking about like you started a ministry, you, you're, you've gotten healing in your life. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, Lanisha, would you mind just praying real quick to release that over people who are maybe struggling with, with their health or struggling with getting things started? Absolutely. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for this time. We pray right now in the name of Jesus for those, or God, who may be struggling with health issues, God, and any blockage that may be stopping someone from moving forward and what you've called them to do, God. We pray right now in Jesus' name that they be released, oh God, that they would be healed, oh God, from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. We thank you, oh God, that you can do it all, oh God. There is nothing that is too hard for you, God. So we're thanking you right now for breakthrough. We thank you for the breaker anointing, Lord God, that you have set free, Lord God. And we're asking you right now, Father, to touch, Lord God, even the listeners on today, Father, that you would give them what they need, Lord God, that you would propel them into their future, Lord God, into their purpose, that they will walk confidently into what you've called them to do, God. And they will have no fear. They won't doubt, Lord God. We thank you for the provision being made. Uh, whatever medical attention is needed, Lord God, whatever finances are needed, we thank you right now, Lord God, for opening up the windows of heaven, oh God, and pouring out blessings upon them, Lord God, upon their marriages, their families, their homes, their ministries, whatever it is, their businesses, Father, we thank you for for doing it right now in Jesus name. Wow. Well, I wanted to hit this while it was while it was hot in the spirit, because you know, when you when you said that, when you guys, uh, you know, took this big step of faith, I don't know how people realize, and I don't know, did you have kids at that time? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, you, I mean, this is a huge step of faith. There was just this draft in the Spirit, like a door opened in the Spirit, and I want to take advantage of that, release that out to people, because there's people out there that are listen, listening right now are called to do something, and this is a season, really is a season of stepping out and doing new things. So I just wanted to uh, take that time to encourage the listeners. That was a difficult time that we had faced, but we found as though when Lanisha and I come into an agreement and we invite God in, that he does it every single time. And so it's like I'm hearing the word leap or even jump, you know, into your God-given destiny um, because he's not going to fail you. And so it's times when it might be rough, but you can have the power of, of, of agreement and come together and pray and invite the Holy Spirit in and then just watch him work. We've seen him work of healing my wife's body, um, take care of our financial situations, um, from the car we drive to our mortgage to just God placing our names on the heart and minds of man to help meet our needs. So it might seem, you know, a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. As long as you have the peace and the power, we encourage you just to go ahead and walk into what God is calling you to walk into. It's going to be filled with joy and excitement and purpose, and uh, people need to eat off of your tree that God is calling you to go ahead and move forward into. Yeah, that's so powerful. Thank you so much. Well, let's get back to the marriage side. Now, you you minister to people in marriages. Is, is there anything that you wish you would have known, uh, like something you know now you wish you would have known before you got married or in, a, in your early days? I, I would say the level of transparency, because we lead with a lot of transparency. And so I think when it was coming to getting married, it was, you know, some words of wisdom, some words of fear that people would say, but... Um, just, I wish that, you know, just people live that life of more transparent as to what they went through to how to get, you know, to get to where they needed to go. So I guess that story behind that, you know, of, of what it really takes to be married, the commitment, the agape love that's not predicated upon our feeling, but our choice 
to love and to stay in love. You know, it's it's those things that we learn later that um, we I wish we'd have you know knew beforehand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The transparent. There's something powerful in that. I think my wife and I would probably say that that would be something we wish we would have understood too. Is that you know being transparent like you are with God, you can be with each other. Yeah, that's good. Did you want to talk about love, uh, or is this something else that you wanted to share? I don't know. I guess even through the marriage ministry, we've found that the couples that we've gotten to sit down with one-on-one, they, they're believers, but they're not really—they've um, kind of been turned off from church. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they feel comfortable with us. So we've taken that opportunity to not only— help prepare them for marriage, but we've also kind of brought them back to that spiritual life that is necessary for their marriage to thrive. And so we've kind of had the opportunity to reintroduce um, a personal relationship to them um, and what that looks like and what that means, not only for them as individuals, but for them as couples. So we kind of go from in the church to outside the church, which is awesome for us because we know that most ministry happens outside of the church. Um, and that's why like, we don't even meet with couples in the church anymore. We just want them to feel comfortable and feel open. So we meet with them in restaurants or coffee shop or something like that. Wow, that is so good. It's, it's probably heard my message, but so much of my message is to really just do everything in love. And as you do that, everything's going to flow together. And I can't help feeling the love from the two of you and your ministry. So has God spoken to you anything specific about love? Well, yeah, yes. Today, actually, uh, as I was in the shower, where the Lord seems to speak to me, I felt like he was saying to me that uh, a life of love is a pleasing aroma to to, to God. And so um, I, I dug into even Ephesians 5, 2, that speaks of that very thing. And we've come to the conclusion that it's the love of Christ that we are supposed to leave as a legacy, even to our children's children. And so even when we coach, it's about exuding the love of God into their marriage and, and understanding, you know, 1 Corinthians, I like the uh, 13, which t- the message translation, it really, really is powerful to us. It's talking about, you know, never giving up and caring for others more than yourself. And, you know, you don't have to strut and you don't have to do this, but you have to just, you know, Love never looks back. It, it keeps going. And I think there's times when even in marriage, in our relationship, when you feel like, you know, maybe you wanted to give up or that it got rough, but love sticks in there and it never ends. And so love has been what we have tried to live out as an example. And like I've said before, pertaining to that mindset of us, not just because of the way that we feel, but the decision to go ahead and just to experience the power and the love and let it to overwhelm and consume our marriage and our relationships. Yeah, I, I believe that too. It is something that we must lead with daily. We have to make the choice when we wake up to yeah. love, to choose love. Yeah. Um, and not just in our marriages, but with the people that we come in contact with every day, whether it be on our jobs or or in our businesses and ministry, our neighbors, whomever we might come in contact with, somebody might ride the subway every day and they have to choose to love. Mm-hmm. And, and what that looks like, according to 1 Corinthians 13, is not being judgmental towards people because of the way they may look or what you might think about them, but choosing to love them because they are, are God's creation and yeah. God has called us to love and to not judge. And so... We try to even do that in our marriage, our marriage and in our ministry, 
when we sit down with a couple, they may have, you know, a really difficult situation going on. And it's not our job to judge why they are in that place, but it's our job to coach them out of that situation and to show them the love of that. The love of Christ is going to carry them through. And so love just, it it covers a multitude of sins, just as the Bible says, it covers everything and it lifts us up. And that's why we encourage those that we mentor and coach to, to choose love every day. Choose love and even choosing joy as well. (laughs) I'm just thinking about that. Our our pastor has got finished talking about, um, uh, he's been preaching a series on joy. And I was thinking about that as well, joy and love and how those two, even in a marriage relationship, how you choose them, you know, and, and sometimes we wait for the feeling or we feel this or feel that, but that choice to go ahead and make it and to have our mind made up and just have it fixed on, on Christ. And I just have been looking at that as like one coin with two sides of that love and that joy and that he wants to give it to us. He wants to give it to your relationship. He wants to give it to, you know, your marriage. He wants to give it to you, like you said, in your workplace, wherever it may be, that that joy and that love that overwhelm you and that you can just take it in and also give it out to others that are around you. So just walk in love and just experience the greatness Wow. Uh, that comes from God. Yeah, I love that. Now, what you heard was a life of love is a fragrance of God. Was that it? Yes. Wow, that's powerful. Now, see, that's a fresh word from God. Fresh, it's in the shower, too. How good is that? I <laughs> I hear the Lord. I tell people, I, yeah, I hear the Lord in the shower. I, I would take five showers a day if I had to, you know. I'm the cleanest prophet around, you know, <laughs> whatever it takes to hear the Lord. But that that is so, so powerful. Now, Let's just kind of shift gears and go to this thing. What what kind of advice would you give to people who aren't married? We would say first, just understanding your purpose and who you've been called to to be and walking in in the confidence of having your identity in Christ Mm -hmm. and knowing who it is that he has created you to be, what he's purposed you to do and working on yourself and not so much focusing on trying to find your mate but focusing on God and what he wants you to do. And in due season, that mate will come and you'll be ready because you focused on him. So that's pretty much what I would say. Yeah. And and I think when you start courting or dating, um, having that mindset of we like to say friend first, because I, I truly I married my best friend. And so, you know, the romance aspect, sometimes that comes and goes, but, you know, having a friend, somebody who you can talk to and pray with and be there and understanding, you know, who we are, like you said, our identity in Christ, but also, you know, what we're called to do and seeing how that complements this is your life mate. I always talk about how marriage is a thing that you do every single day. You know, being a parent, you do, but they'll grow up and, you know, hopefully leave the house, but you'll still be married. And so as you're there, it's important to know who you are, who you're marrying and um, have that friendship and that relationship as you continue to grow together. Sometimes we like to just jump into, you know, certain areas, but I believe that that friendship of that foundation and inviting Christ in is, is crucial pertaining to that. Yeah, for sure. Wow. How about people who are struggling in marriage? What what would you say to them? I would say um, even we talked about transparency earlier and having transparency with your spouse is important and sharing your heart and your mind and the things you're going through. But sometimes we understand that couples may get to a point where they they're not hearing one another and they, they don't have the opportunity to share their hearts with one another. So when you get to a point where you're where you feel stuck, then be willing to share with someone that you trust that that has good fruit, as we like to say, as far as 
their marriage is concerned. You might know someone who has a great marriage or a healthy marriage and pray and ask God to give you that person or that couple that can help you through that process. Don't try to do it alone. Sure. Sometimes we believe that a lot of marriages end because they didn't take the time to get help and see what could be resolved or if there was an opportunity to resolve the marriage um, situation. So get help. You know, sometimes it takes a lot of humility. You got to humble yourself and say, hey, we need help outside of what we're doing here um, and and allow God to work those things out in your marriage. Yeah. Uh, and communication is huge. You know, Lanisha and I try to talk daily pertaining to it. So when it's difficult, we even have a time when we would agree that if Lanisha is, needs to vent or share, you know, some frustrations or some concerns, then I'm at a place to listen to what she has to say and not judge, you know, uh, what she feels, but to receive it and then ask the question, what do I need to do to change? Because it's, it's Team Johnson. We're on the same team. And so as we move together and I hear what she's saying, then I'm able to pray and hear God and have him work on me. And then she does the same thing. When I share some frustration, she sits there and just says, OK, well, what do you need me to do? That has been some of the most liberating words, even in our marriage, to find out that, you know, we don't want to hold on to offense but we're on the same team and we need to go higher, hence higher level marriage, <laughs> higher together and move forward. So just be able to be able to communicate and to allow your spouse to share their heart and their concern without defending yourselves. And then coming, you know, to agreement, praying together, seeing what it is that Doug, you always say, show me what the enemy does not want me to see and be able to see that and move forward and come together and go to that higher level. Wow. That's so powerful. Uh, well, we've been talking to Christian and Lanisha Johnson with Higher Level Marriage. Tell us about the books you've wrote. Well, the first book we wrote, which we started from taking your course on how to write a book now, and it's called I Speak Life. So it's seven days of Bible-based declarations for your marriage. So we have a scripture and a declaration that you will repeat daily. You fill in your name, you fill in your spouse's name, and it's just something to to decree and declare over your marriage on a daily basis, speaking life into your marriage. So it's really short, something you can carry around with you, keeping your desk at work, things like that. And then the other one is called Touch Me, Seven Secrets to Having a Naked Marriage. And that one is just basically based on the acronym Touch Me. And it walks you through. And over time, I don't think what we really realized it when we first started writing the book, but it's all about communication. Mm-hmm different aspects of communication. And and that's the core of a healthy marriage, being able to communicate and talk with one another and trust one another with your feelings. So this book, we share our life. We share things that we've gone through and what has helped us in our marriage. And that's, that's what it's all about being us being transparent so that our readers can learn and grow from the experiences we've gone through. Yeah. And the thing I love about the books that we that we wrote is that we always invite Holy Spirit in. Matter of fact, in the Touch Me book, there's a segment that just says, what is Holy Spirit saying to you? 
And so our heart and mind is to put you back in relationship and communication with your Heavenly Father to find out what it is that he's saying in that moment. And so we can have a plan of action so you can go ahead and move forward. So even if you're speaking life, we want to speak life over our marriages. Life and death is in the power of our tongue. So let's speak life and speak encouragement, speak romance and passion and attractiveness. And then also to go ahead and have that naked marriage to be able to move forward and be totally 100% you and move forward together. Wow, you guys have some power in that. Well, why don't you just release that over us? Well, Father, we, we, we thank you right now for power, and we release the anointing pertaining to uh, the marriages. We speak transparency, and we thank you for life. We speak, you know, that marriages are being put back together. We thank you that there's joy and that there's love and that there's peace, God. We thank you, God, that you are doing great things. We thank you for us choosing joy and speaking joy, that we're able to have like an eye of an owl. An owl looks through darkness to see things, and so we look through the darkness, and we see light and we see health and we speak, you know, uh, uh, we speak power and that we have a sound mind and that we're coming against the spirit of offense and competitiveness, but that we complete each other and that we're able to move forward with a sovereign just mind just to give you all glory and honor out of everything that we do. So we love you, God, and we just speak just your authority that you reign, that you reign supreme and that you're just so powerful and mighty and that you love us and you want us to not only survive, you want us to thrive in our marriages and our relationships. Relationships. And we speak that over in marriages as well. Yes, God, we just pray, Lord God, for unity and agreement in the marriages. God, we pray that husband and wife would be willing to humble themselves and put one another first and that they would just continue to submit to one another, just as your word tells us to, Father, that we would learn to put you first in our relationship and see what your word says, Lord God, before we move forward. So we're just praying for that unity and that agreement to grow and to flourish in the marriages, Lord God, of those who are even listening today, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for blessed marriages, God, marriages that will last a lifetime, Lord God, as you planned and saw fit for them too, Father. We pray, Lord God, for the the children that grow up in the homes of these marriages, that they would see love, Lord God, that they would see the walking, living example of what love means and what it looks like, Father. So we thank you right now for doing this, Lord God. We thank you for mending broken hearts. We thank you, Lord God, for restoring the trust, Lord God, in marriages, for the restoring faith in the marriage, Lord God. We thank you for restoring, Lord God, that unity, Father, being on one accord. We just speak right now, Father, that you would touch, Lord God, the marriages that seem to be struggling right Right now, God, we believe, Lord God, that that is a tactic of the enemy, and he has no power, Lord God, mm-hmm. especially over your children. So we're praying right now that you will cover their marriages, oh God, and bring them back together again, Lord God, bring in the help that they need, Father for this time, Lord God, to get them through this difficult season. And we thank you for the marriages that are doing well, Lord God, the yeah. healthy marriages. We pray that you continue to bless them, that they won't get um, lax, Lord God, but that they'll continue to put forth the effort to make their marriages great, Lord God. So we just thank you for all that you're doing, Lord God, in the homes of each one, Lord God, who's listening today. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. It's Christian and Lanisha Johnson higherlevelmarriage.com. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how to get in touch with you, um, about your seminars and your podcast. Well, you can find out more about the seminars and things that we have coming up this year on our website, higherlevelmarriage.com. We can also be found on Instagram at higherlevelmarriage. You can email us through our website or you can contact us 
directly by email at admin at higherlevelmarriage.com. Our podcast is available on iTunes as well as Google Play Music, and you can subscribe and, so that you get those weekly. And what's the name of the podcast? Marriage Matters. Yeah, this is so powerful. You know, you guys are forerunners. You're doing something. You're rebirthing something that was lost somewhere. You know, bringing transparency back and, and just really talking openly about it. In a time right now when marriage is under attack, and I, I tell you, I'm just seeing you guys, you're like a, a lighthouse out mm-hmm. there right now, and especially ministering into the millennials. And that's a group, you know, people don't know, that's the 20s and 30s, basically. But it's a group that's the toughest to reach, and the fact that you, you do it in love and you reach out to people and bring healing everywhere you go. I tell you, I am so proud of you, and thank, thank you. you for using my material to write a book, because that, that <laughs> makes me feel like I'm a grandparent or something, or somehow, <laughs> I don't know, I'm a grandpa anyway, but um, yeah, so I'm, I'm so excited, I just want to say thanks for joining us, uh, thank, uh, thank you Christian and Lanisha. Thank you so much. This was such a blessed opportunity for us. Yes. We've yeah. been following your ministry for quite some time, and it was, it's just been an honor for you to have us here today. Yeah, yes. wow. Thank you so much. So you guys reach out to them, get their books, get their stuff, check them out, follow them online. And also, if you're interested in writing a book, write a book quickly is my name of my um, my short book, or write your book now as a, you know as a guide, what they use just to walk through completely writing your book. All right. God bless you guys. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.